What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig in to today's show. Hi, Mama. Here we are on episode nine of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where I'm going to share with you six lessons that I have learned over the past year that have truly transformed who I am as a wife, as a mama, that has changed the whole direction of my business and my life. And I wanted to put these together and share them with you because I think if they made that big of an impact for me in the past 18 to 12 months, I think actually I know they could be that transformational for you too. Really excited to share the six massive lessons that I have learned in the past year slash 18 months. (laughs) Number one, you must let go of your old life so that you can find a new one. When I read this recently, I'm like, what? Whoa. The power behind that sentence, you must let go of your old life so that you can find a new one. This is so, so, so crazy. And I was thinking, holy smoke, I actually had to let go of this past identity that I had tied up in my old network marketing persona. It really was a true identity. And I had to let go of that. And it was so hard, ladies. I don't know if you find yourself stuck to a company or stuck to an identity of who you think you should be. You're having trouble just letting go or shedding that skin. I think when we hang on so tight to who we think we should be, we're holding on to an identity that maybe is no longer valid for our own life. Sometimes in order to let go of an old life, we have to let go of negative relationships. I know I did. I had to shed quite a few people from my circle that were bringing me down to a dark place in my heart and in my life. I even had to let go of extra weight that like pounds, as in pounds, as in the cheeseburger on my booty that I was carrying around. I had added all this extra weight and I think I was adding extra pounds on because it was a a subconscious protection against fear of the unknown. You've got to let go of being afraid. You got to let go of the comfort zone, the what ifs, the I don't know hows. You just have to fully release the old life that no longer serves you so that the new one can walk in the door. And I learned this lesson. I didn't even know I was learning this lesson. I didn't even know I was walking this path of shedding the old and stepping into the new until I found myself in the new. I went through a lot of things. I went through not knowing what was next for me. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I was no longer fueled in my current situation. I found myself struggling with finding the right friendships, the right support systems for this really transformational growth phase of my life. I found myself not sure what to do business-wise. I didn't know, should I do a blog? Should I do a YouTube channel? Should I get a job? I was in this really confused state. 
All I knew was I had to let go. I had to let go of that old stuff because the old stuff wasn't fueling me any longer and it wasn't lighting me up and it just wasn't fitting with who I had become. That's the first lesson and I challenge you to take a look at your life and say, what is here currently surrounding me? What friendships do I have? You know, where am I at? Take inventory of where you are and see what you need to let go of. Until we let go, there's no space for the awesome to find you. Another lesson that I learned was I needed to let go of control and learn to trust. <laughs> uh, I still struggle with this, you guys. When, I, when I'm preaching up on here, talking to you on this on this podcast, it's not because I'm coming from a place of I have it all figured out or I'm better than you because heck no, mama. It's because I still struggle on the daily. I am not perfect. I am imperfect in so many ways, but all I can do is my absolute best. I can always strive to be better than I was the day before, and I can be honest about the things that I need to improve on, and I can be really open with myself about stuff and crap that I have to get rid of. And so one thing that I've learned over the past year is relinquishing control and learning to trust. This was so hard for me because I am a control freak. I am. I'm so much better, but I'm still a control freak, okay? (laughs) You have to understand, or at least what I found, is that sometimes God's purpose is not the purpose that you imagine. I mean, I went from having a $17,000 month in network marketing to uh, I don't know what I want to do next. I should start a blog and making zero money at that blog and meeting with different companies and figuring out, okay, maybe it's just a different network marketing company or maybe I need to add a different stream from a different company. I was so stuck in I have to be a network marketer because this is my identity that I was actually shutting the door to God's purpose for my life, to the next step that he wanted me to take. And I had to let go of the control of the path and say, you know what? I am open. I trust you. I fully trust you. Stop trying to make a decision for me based on financial gain. Well, what? where can I make money now? Like, should I just get a job? I should just do this. I should just do that. I remember I just started my coaching business. And of course, just getting started, the money's not just pouring in. Seeing an ad come through my email and it was like, hey, we're hiring coaches and you can come work for us and you don't have to run your own business. You can just be a coach for us and we'll pay you. And I was like, that's the answer. That's it. I'm just going to go coach for them. And I interviewed. I submitted all the videos and all these things and something just shifted in my heart and was like, this isn't the answer for you. You're not meant to just go coach for someone else. You're meant to follow and trust me that you can do this. And I had to let go of the control, the I don't know how, the it's not working fast enough, the I don't know where the money's coming from to do this, the I'm all alone, you know, nobody's doing this with me. I don't have a boss. I don't have somebody to push me. Letting go of that control and learning to trust actually opened more doors for me than me trying to force it. Me just being in, being real and honest with my soul and getting really clear on my, my own morals. What do I want to do and why? It's not about the money. 
It's not about the recognition necessarily. It's not about if I make this much money, then I'm worthy. No, it was about what can I trust God to do? What can I trust him to move and shift in my life so that I can step into his potential and his call over what I'm meant to be? And all the doors started to open, finally relinquished control, everything opened, both financially, opportunities, the right relationships were flowing into my heart and into my life, and everything shifted. Trying to control and you taking ownership of your own future is important, but I think it's also important not to get stuck in an old identity or in trying to force something to happen when maybe that's not actually the right path for you. That's what I found for my own life and my own heart. And it was really hard, gals. Like I had a whole bunch of like literal come to Jesus meetings, (laughs) meetings, moments and meetings where I'm like, help me. I don't know the next step. And guess what? When I finally said, I don't know the next step and I'm open and show me and my heart was really open truly open, that is when I received the phone calls, I got the client requests, I figured it out, I heard the right podcast, I saw the right video. Answers were flowing to me from everywhere and all the answers were pointing me in the same direction. So that was a massive lesson that I learned. Number three, this is the third lesson that I've learned. Figure out, no matter what it freaking takes, Figure out what lights your soul on fire and how you can help other people by pouring into them with your gifts. And I'm going to say something pretty tough here. Some of you may not like this, but you've got to stop focusing on the money. And I did this. I've done this for years. I did this when I was looking at different corporate jobs. Well, which one pays the most? I looked at this when I was in network marketing. Well, what rank can I get to make six figures? What rank can I get to walk the stage? What rank for this recognition? And it was all the wrong way to go about it. And yes, I was successful if you're going to look at financial gain. However, I didn't feel fed in my soul. I talk about soul food in a minute. I didn't have any soul food. Happiness does not come from money, period. You can have all the money in the world and feel empty inside. And that is because you have to figure out what lights your soul on fire. And it's not going to be the money. I am telling you right now, it's going to be a passion that you have. It's going to be making a change in the world of some kind. It's going to be helping people feel better. It's going to be some type of clarity that you've had that changed your life. Teach other people how to have that same clarity. Maybe it's figuring out how to balance being a mama and working, or maybe it's reducing the mama guilt. Maybe it's helping people eat better and loving food or loving themselves. What is it that you've been given? You have been given so many gifts, but what is the biggest gift that has changed who you are and that lights you up and that you feel so incredibly blessed to be passionate about? That's it. That is it right there. I want you to figure that thing out. I don't care if you have to spend money to meet with a coach. I don't care if you have to have a meditation weekend in Sedona, Arizona, all alone singing Kumbaya in the moon. I don't care what it is, but you owe it to yourself to figure that thing out. Because when you get in line with your soul food, you will start pouring into people. And when you start pouring into people, the abundance of the world comes back to you tenfold. 
Guess what happens then? The money will follow, I promise you. So when you stop focusing on the money and you start focusing on the soul food, everything will fall into place and it will fall into place faster than you probably can even dream of. The money is already there for you, but you have to get in line with your truth. You have to, and that's that's hard. It's really hard sometimes to say, oh my gosh, today, right now, in this moment, I'm not sure I'm, I'm aligned with my truth. And sometimes you aren't aligned with your truth, but you can't just take the leap because you have bills to pay and people depend on you. Start making little shifts in your life to move in that direction. Maybe an hour a week, you focus on your passion project and you still have the job. Maybe two hours a day, you're able to carve out time to start fueling your soul and feeding people with whatever it is that you're excited about. Do that and just make sure that it's something you believe in to the depths of your being. And I say, I always recommend that you just pray on that. Make sure that you feel God's blessing and you feel him working through you in a really massive way. You may not be sure, but you can continue to ask for guidance and to continue to ask for signs that you're doing the right thing and they will present themselves. I started getting all these incredible signs and these, these confirmations that I was doing the right thing even though I felt like it was wrong. I don't know how, I'm scared. Everyone will make fun of me. No one, everyone will think I failed. Everybody's going to think, you know, and who cares what the heck everybody thinks, but I was worried about that. And I was worried about not being successful or how I was going to figure crap out, how the money was going to come back after taking a step away from what I had known for six years. Right, ladies? But I continued to get the confirmations all around me. Do it. I'm pushing you. Do it. Here's a sign. Here's here's some financial inflow. Here's this support. Here's this support. Here's this support. This person's egging me on. This person walked into my life and says, do this. You're amazing. And it started to come from everywhere. It really did. And so I know that you can have that same shift once you figure out what lights your dang soul on fire and then you pursue that with fearless, fearless passion. There will be no stopping you. The fourth thing I've learned in the past year is that overthinking, (laughs) I'm talking to you, boo, overthinking and overwhelm do nothing but hold you back. You must leap fearlessly into the unknown and trust that the destination and the path to to the destination will appear. I'm going to say this to you and I really want you to hear me. Saying stuck in your fear, saying stuck in the what ifs, I don't know, and should I, and could I, and what if, and I'm so, I don't, I don't get it, I don't know how, the technology freaks me out, I can't go live because I stutter, yo, staying stuck in your fear will do absolutely nothing, nothing for your life that's beneficial. I would rather see you leap and fail 1,000 times in a row than have never leapt at all. I would rather see you stumble and fall in front of everybody, let everybody see you fall, then you not fall at all. I would rather see you take the leap and cry and feel frustrated because guess what? You're gonna know more than you did when you didn't leap. You're going to have more growth. You're gonna know that you can do that thing even if it takes you three or four times to do it. You're gonna show your children that they can leap even when they're scared. You're going to step into growth. You're going to step into the potential that is over, hanging over your life right now that God wants you to have when you stop thinking about taking action and you start 
taking action. There is this incredible staircase in front of you. At the top of the staircase is your most incredible life. It's balanced. It's full. You're happy. You're positive. Everybody's loving and surrounding you with this loving, abundant energy and light. You're fulfilled spiritually. You're fulfilled in your relationships. You have abundance financially and in your health. And you love yourself. And it's at the top of the staircase. And it's waiting for you right there. And right now, maybe you're at the bottom of the staircase and you're looking up going, that's so far away. How do I get there? (laughs) Maybe you're in the middle of the staircase. Oh my gosh, I made it to the middle, but I don't know what to do now. I'm going to think about how to get up there, but I'm not sure. I don't have the best walking shoes on. I'm not sure they're going to make it. This rail looks like it might give me a splinter. I'm not sure. What if I fall down the stairs because they're too steep? What if I make it to the top of the stairs and it's not what I thought? What if I'm taking the wrong step and I should be on a different staircase? Listen to me now. Take the step. Just take it. Just go. Just take the step. What is the absolute worst thing that could happen? You climb the staircase and you find your glory. Probably so. I would say 99% of the time, one person of you may get to the top of the staircase and go, oh, wow, this wasn't the right staircase for me. Cool. You now know how to climb a dang staircase, boo thing. Like nobody's stopping you from climbing another freaking staircase. You can climb that. St- you can climb 27 flights of stairs because you climbed one. Take the step. Stop thinking. Start doing. Don't listen to your head. Listen to your heart. Your heart is there for a reason. Your heart is beating with energy and love for you and your heart wants you to grow. Your head wants you to be safe. It wants you to stay in your comfort zone and protect you. While we love to be protected and while we love to live in this safe place, we weren't created to live in this boring, gray, unfulfilling place of comfort. We were born to step out with the gifts that we have all been graced so incredibly with and shift the world in a way that is right for us. And maybe your world change isn't stepping out on a stage and talking to 10,000 women. Maybe your stage and your platform is being an insanely incredible mother and talking about that through a blog and helping other women understand that they have the power to be a great mom. Maybe your calling is to help people learn to love their bodies or love food or find a way that fitness can help their mental sanity. I don't know what it is for you, but you know. If you don't know, God knows. Drop to your knees and ask him to show you that and then stop thinking about taking action on it. This is your greatest life right here, right now. This is your moment. Take it. Take this moment and go. I believe in you. I believe in you. Overthinking and overwhelm will do nothing but hold you back. And I want you to leap fearlessly. I want you to leap fearlessly into the unknown and take the step. Take it. Whatever you have to do, find a mentor, find a coach, take a course, go, do, fail, fall, get up, do it again, go, do, fail, fall, and you're going to grow. And you're going to be great. And at the end of this journey, you're going to have reached the top of that staircase. And I'm going to be cheering for you. 
so much an advocate for getting out of your own way. And I am so guilty of this. But in the last 18 months, I've done nothing but leap. I've done nothing but leap out of network marketing. And that was freaking scary as heck. I leaped out of that whole circle of people and found myself alone for a while. I started blogging. I had never blogged before. I leaped into starting a YouTube channel. I was doing it on the wrong topics, but hey, I did it. I still was like, well, I'll try it. And guess what? If I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have the platform I have today to talk about what I'm talking about today. I was like, hey, I'm going to start an LLC. I'm going to start a business. I had never done that before. I just leaped and went live for the first time. I started coaching and mentoring and I started doing it with no makeup on my face. I started doing it with my kids in the background because why not? Because I was sick of living a fake life and I was ready to be real and honest and raw and whatever that brought to me, that brought to me. I believe that the Lord's got my back and I know that he has your back. So be you. Step into your truth. What is your gift? And stop being scared to share your gift. People are just begging for more of you. Number five is, this one's big as well. They're all big. These are huge lessons I've learned. Be present. (sighs) Just be present, mama. We can't stop time as much as we wish we could. There are days that I wish I could just figure out how to like create some freezing technology and like freeze my kids, (laughs) like in a good way, freeze them because they're so cute. And I wish I could keep this age forever because it's so precious. One of the strange realities of of this world is that we can't control time and time's going to continue to go and go and flow and go. And when we pour all of our energy into what's next, And we pour all of our energy into what's phase two and when I do this and when I get here and when this trip happens for me or when I hit this rink or when I retire, when I get the car, when I get the house, when I move. Do you hear that? You are living in the future instead of living in today. And I think what I discovered is I was missing out on so many incredible, precious moments Because I was so focused on success, on the financial end goal. I was so focused on the recognition. And I know that that was a big piece of my path because if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have that to share with you all. I wouldn't have that gritty, raw story to get better from because everything that we go through is an opportunity to learn from it. It's a blessing in disguise. I could have continued my whole life that way. And missed out on my kids and being present for my husband and doing selfless things for others and being selfish. But I realized that morally that wasn't right for me and I had to stop living for the future and start living for today. Being honest that social media is an addiction and I had to detox from that myself and I pray that if you find yourself looking at your phone more than more than you are looking at your present day and spending time with your kids and your hubby don't feel guilty about it just change it it is what it is we cannot change the past there's nothing we can do about spending too much too much time on social media yesterday it is what it is we have the power to take our lives back you have the power too Get off of social media. It's all lies anyway. Nobody's life is really that perfect. 
And all it does is make you compare and make you addicted to this false reality for what? I mean, truly, what good does that do us? I challenge you to detox your life from all the fake crap, social media, all of it, and just be present with your true reality. So many of us have been given these incredible gifts, our children, precious angels, that we have such a short amount of time with on this earth. We've been given a significant other, some of us a husband or a spouse or even friendships that we should be pouring into, family, our parents. Now, I get it. We all run businesses online. I totally get it. Me too. I have six streams of income mostly flowing in from online. However, I limit myself to an hour a day of being on those social media platforms. That's it. I'm going to get on there. I'm going to reply to my girls in my mompreneur group. I'm going to reply to messages if I need to send a message or follow up with a client or whatever on social media specifically. I'll do it. I don't scroll. Like slow you scroll. I ask you, are you on social media for business or are you on social media getting lost and being addicted to it? If you're staring at the phone in your car when you're driving, you're addicted. And I was. I was. I will raise my hand and say, I had a problem. And the best thing that ever happened to me was my phone broke (laughs) while I was on vacation about two years ago. It broke, fully broke. We were gone for like five days. I couldn't even look at it. Oh my Lord, was it liberating. I need a chip, babe, give me your phone. Like I need to log into social media. Like it's sick. After about the first 24 to 48 hours, I felt almost this incredible weight be lifted off of me. You're getting rid of an addiction. It was so crazy. I felt free. I felt calmer. I had less, I was less anxious. I didn't feel like I was constantly looking for something. I don't know if any of you feel like that. If your phone's not in your hand, you're looking for something, something's missing. I mean, that that's a problem, right? I had to be present in my moment and actually break my phone to detox from the social media addiction, from the addiction to my phone. Now I've recognized it's easy to get addicted again and it's easy to find yourself in that space. But when I do, I detox. I turn off my phone for a weekend. Um, When I go camping, I leave my phone back at home. Sometimes I will turn it off and hide it in the back bedroom for half the day so I can Be with my kids, and I get it. We can't do that every day, ladies, but you can find the time to force yourself to detox every once in a while. I would say once a month, and just be present. Be present. I know there will be a day when we look back and go, holy smokes, I wish I had been playing with my kids more. I wish I had gone out to dinner with my husband more and not been looking at my phone during dinner. I wish I had smelled the roses and smelled the rain and watched the sunset and taken my dogs for a walk and just enjoyed the breeze and the sunshine on my back. Can you feel that? Do you feel that? I want you to feel that. And I don't want you to be guilty or feel bad. I want you to take a step forward. Take a leap. Take a leap and make a change because you have the control. It's within you. It's within your heart to shift the way that you are and the way that you act and the things that you do and how present you are because you are incredible. You are so incredible. Don't keep that to yourself. Pour that into people all around you. You can do it. I can do it. You can do it. If I can run a business online and still be present, so can you. My last lesson that I have learned in the past 18 months is to stop feeling guilty and to start putting myself first. 
That's a hard one. I think this is probably one of the hardest for working moms and mompreneurs, women in general, but I think specifically women with with small children or with children because we put everyone before ourselves, our kids, our spouses, our house has to be perfect, our businesses have to be working, we have to look good. Then we start pouring the mommy guilt into this. I ate bad today, I ate the pizza. I snapped at my kids this morning. For me, it's like I let the laundry pile up and my husband doesn't have any clean socks. I'm feeling guilty about that. I was feeling guilty when I would go out to dinner without my family, without my husband and my kids and enjoy and be with my girls. And instead of enjoying myself, I was so focused on feeling guilty and looking at my watch and worrying about if I should be going home and if my husband was putting the kids to bed the right way. I would, instead of wanting to go on vacation, I would think about all the ways I could get out of taking a vacation because I was so guilty about leaving my kids. And for what? Holy crap, for what? My kids are like, peace out, chick. Have fun. Bye. I'm going to Nani's house. I'm going to have all the ice cream. I'm going to stay up late and read books. I think for me, what I identified is that I have this fear of relinquishing my control because nobody can do it as good as me or what if something happens because I'm not there and so instead of enjoying myself and letting go I was filling my life with guilt to the point of not enjoying these incredible gifts that I've been given a vacation a night out a massage a movie go get your nails done like go work out spend 130 bucks on the gym that you want to go to because I will tell you, when when you don't have a full cup as a woman, we are less as mothers. When we don't have soul fuel, we are less as wives. When we are lacking, we are tired, we are snapping, we are angry. A guilt-ridden, snappy, angry, non-present woman is a hell of a lot worse <laughs> than a woman with a full cup that doesn't have guilt holding her back that takes time for herself, that spends money on herself, that pours into her fitness, her health, nice things for herself, time with her husband, time with her children, vacations, her spirituality. She takes 10 minutes a day to meditate because she deserves it. I deserve it. You deserve it. We deserve to have soul fuel coursing through our veins so that we can be the most incredible women that God has created. And we can then go out and create incredible children and incredible families and incredible businesses and lead people in an incredible way. Am I right? Like, can I get a freaking amen for this one? We have to stop feeling guilty. Open your heart to what you need to fill your cup and then make time for it. Spend money on it. You are worthy. You are worthy. When you let go of that guilt and you surrender to all the things that you deserve, you will find you will be strengthened. Your business will be better. Your relationship with your kids will be better. You will be refueled when you go on the vacation and you freaking enjoy it and you don't feel bad about it. And guess what? Your kids are having fun. They are having fun without you, believe it or not. I found when I got home, Every time I went somewhere, my kids were in bed and they were just fine. They maybe didn't brush their teeth to the fullest extent, but they're there and they're in bed and they're all good. And we have to stop 
harboring everything, controlling everything and let it flow, let it go, let go of the guilt and just focus on the soul food in every aspect of our life and the balance. Those were the six things that I've learned in the past 18 months or so. I challenge you, start to implement these things. Did one of them speak to you? You heard that for a reason. You're on this episode for a reason. Do you know someone else that needs to hear this show? Send it to them. Send them the link. I challenge you to make a shift in your own life, to let go of your old self so that you can find your new self. Let go of control and forcing a path that may not be the right fit for you. You were given incredible, unique, special gifts that only you have. There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to what you should be doing. You should be doing something that is only for you, that lights you up. It doesn't matter what this girl over here is doing and how perfect this girl looks on social media and she has so much success, that must be the answer. No, the answer is in your heart and the answer comes from your zones of genius and your gifts that God has granted you and the blessings that you have. They're already here for you. The answers are here for you right now. You just have to stop forcing the path. I challenge you to be present. Get off social media. Stop staring at your phone. Detox at least once a month and just be here now. Be here now. Open up to what fuels you, what lights your soul on fire and shift your sales from how do I make money today to how do I pour into somebody How do I help people? Ask yourself how you can be more selfless today and do something to lift someone up. Pour into people and the money will flow, I promise you. And fill your cup, fill your soul. True balance is attainable, my friend. And you can have and do any single thing that you decide and you intentionally take action to do. Take the step. Don't even think, go. You fail, good, you're growing. You fail again, even better. You got stronger. You got tougher. You're still standing. And guess what? You are better for it. I am cheering for you. So I'm going to leave you with an abundance prayer today. I hope that this message changed something in your heart. I pray that you heard something in this message that can shift what you need to shift to be your best you, to take control of your life, to take control of your balance, to take control of your business And to know and to trust that the best things are waiting for you if you just take action. I pray that God wraps you in courage right now. I pray that God wraps you in fearless courage that you can take that step. I pray you have clarity in whatever you're searching for and that the answers flow to you now and that you will know and you will be able to go out and you will fearlessly go after the call on your heart. I pray that you have unlimited time to go out and accomplish all the things you need to accomplish. I pray that you are able to listen to your heart and you're able to ask for help when you need it and that the right help and the right answers appear before you. Thank you so much. As always, my friends, love and light, Steph. Hey mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, If you'll head over to iTunes, the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel, that would be awesome. And I'd love to connect with you over on social media. My handle is at Stephanie Gass. I'll see you soon. Praying light, love, and abundance. Until next time.